0: We're here after day two of the NHL draft in Montreal. I'm Stephen Ellis. Joining me, as always, is Ryan Candy. Ryan, another draft's in the books, and we got the whole thing in person. With almost, I gotta say, that felt like record time on day two.
1: It was good. I think it was basically four hours for you know uh, six rounds. So job well done by all. We didn't have very many breaks. Sometimes you get timeouts, and obviously you get trades, but uh, things moved at a pretty good clip. So yeah. It looked like there may have been some delays based off of all the phone outages and internet outages
0: going off across the country right now. We started a few minutes late, otherwise it went pretty smooth. Mm. I like to hear that, that's good. All right, so yesterday we talked about some of the teams that kind of stood out right off the bat. Buffalo was one team that, that cut our eye, but today who would you say were the winners of the draft?
1: Okay, so I'm going to go with three teams here. We'll do three winners, three losers. And I wrote the teams down on my phone because things happen so fast and furious. Uh, But I'll start off with the Seattle Kraken. This was obviously a huge draft for them. You know, They needed to have a big, versatile draft class to fill out that pipeline. They used those picks very well. Obviously, it helped getting Shane right yesterday. But Jagger Furcus, Ty Nelson, Ben McDonald, uh you know they took a goalie nicholas coco in the second round uh that was key because again like organizational depth is a big concern for the Kraken right now because they're just starting out um i also liked you know they took tucker robertson and kyle jackson mm-hmm. both overage OHLers uh later in day two those guys can go straight to coachella valley in the ahl next year and as we know seattle needs to fill out that firebirds roster because they're brand new as well so I like that, you know, talking to uh, head scout Robert Kron, after, you know, I asked him, you know, do you think you ticked a lot of boxes? He said, yeah, um, you know, they got a lot of different players, a lot of centers or guys that can play center and maybe even switch over to wing if they needed them to. Uh, you know, they got a, a skilled defenseman in Ty Nelson. They got the goalie that they liked. So, yeah, I mean, Seattle did excellent kind of A-plus day for them and, and filling it out, and, and filling it out with some some really nice names. Um, next, I'll go with the the Columbus Blue Jackets. Again, you know, day one, David Yerchak and Denton Matechuk. That's uh, Two very good defensive prospects, so that was good. But then, you know, following it up uh, on day two, Luca Del uh a player I really like uh, with OHL Mississauga. I think it will be a very good two-way center. Uh, and then uh, Jordan Dumais uh, from Halifax. This is a very interesting pick because Dumais absolutely destroyed the Quebec League this year, but he's not big and he's not fast. So scouts were intrigued, but I feel some teams were like, well, maybe we'll let somebody else take a chance on him. So Columbus took the chance, and now we see what he can do. Uh, so good on them for you know, going out on a bit of a limb uh, there. Then they got Kirill Dolzhenkov, uh, one of my favorite Russian players from this draft because he's massive. He's like six foot seven, 245 pounds. He pulled off a Michigan goal this year. It didn't seem like his team in Russia really liked him in terms of usage. Yep. So I'm wondering you know, where he ends up in the future, if it's somewhere else over there or if he comes over here. Hard to say at this point. Uh, and then James Fisher, uh, a prep school defenseman with a lot of potential. Uh, they got him. He's six foot two, moves really well. So a nice sort of down-the-road prospect for the Blue Jackets. Um, the third one, uh, I'm going to go with the Arizona Coyotes. Okay. And, again, great day one. You know, they had three picks in the first round. Logan Cooley, Connor Geeky, Maverick Lamoureux. So they get a couple of centers and a big titan of a defenseman in Lamoureux, uh, who plays with some snarl. And then day two, uh, you know, Art and Duda. Again, you know, we thought, you know, there might be a Russian factor this year. Certainly was not. Oh. Uh, you know, I think we saw as many as usual, probably maybe even more than last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duda, I think, is a really solid prospect. I really liked him in the showings that I or the viewings that I saw. Uh, then they got Julian Lutz uh, from Germany. This is a player that missed a lot of time due to injury, but teams really liked his potential, and you know he came back, contributed right away uh, with Red Bull. And uh, yeah, it'll be just fun to see what he can do once he gets a full year of pro experience under his belt. And then uh, Jeremy Langlois, I thought was a nice value pick for them, a very talented defenseman with Cape Breton in the queue. So Arizona, I thought they had a pretty solid weekend.
0: Let's talk a bit about the losers. And this is probably one where the, the franchises will not want to hear their names on this list. A lot of the times we'll see it because teams just didn't pick a lot of players.
1: Yes. Even if they got some good value. Is that the situation for some of the teams here? Certainly. And. Yeah, you, you hit it right on the head there, because I, I don't think it would be fair for me to ding a team because they didn't take the players I like. Uh, clearly, they have much more expansive scouting networks than much. You have other things, to do. I you got have other things th- to do than, than watch random exactly. junior league every day. Exactly, as much as I love doing that. Uh, so, yeah, it, it legitimately comes down to either, you know va- you know, did you get value and how many picks do you have? So, for example... You know, the Colorado Avalanche are my first loser because they made two selections total. But they just won the Stanley Cup, so... They're okay. <laughs> who cares? Exactly. Yeah, they can afford to take a draft off. And I will say, the very last pick in the draft belonged to the Avs. And they took Ivan Gigalov, the Belarusian goaltender. I'm a big fan. I know you're a big fan. We thought he should go last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was passed over. And then this year, uh, had a great year in the, the Quebec League. So nice to see him yep. go. Uh, he's, I think he's six foot three, so good product there. Um, next, I'm going to go with the Vegas Golden Knights, and they didn't have a first rounder, which never helps. Um, after that, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't hate their picks. You know, Matias um, you know, pretty decent potential there. Big kid played for Saginaw last year. Uh, Jordan Gustafson, I thought they got a bit of a steal in terms of him falling in the draft. He had a good year with the Seattle Thunderbirds in the WHL, and then Cameron Whitehead, the goalie from the USHL. As I said earlier, weird year for netminders. We didn't see a ton of players really separate themselves from the pack. So, you know, you get a guy and and you see what happens. You know, Whitehead has size, so why not? But what I didn't like about Vegas is that, you know, their pipeline, because they're new, and because they've really been going for it Mm -hmm. the whole time, they've traded away a lot of high-end prospects and a lot of young players. And I just feel like they're still kind of shallow there. And I, I don't think they necessarily filled it out like i would have loved to see them have more picks than fewer picks in a seven round draft um and then along the same line uh the edmonton oilers only four picks yes and granted they're in a pretty good spot conference finalists this year uh they grabbed reed reed schaefer at the end of the first round a uh, very promising power forward from the Seattle thunderbirds and the whl but overall, I didn't think the Oilers really helped their pipeline. They got a goalie in Samuel Johnson, uh, but obviously that's not a goalie that's gonna help you right away, and that's kind of what the Oilers need is a goalie that can help them right away or in kind of two years. Um, so again, yeah, just because they only made four selections, uh, you know, I thought it, they didn't really help their pipeline and their pipeline's just kind of okay as is. But again, you've got Connor McDavid, you got Leon Dreisaitl, you know, you got Darnell Nurse. You're looking good right now, but just for the purposes of this draft exercise, not a busy day for the Oilers. Still fun day of the draft, and it was still a pretty solid crowd. Uh, there, yep. there
0: were people up in the 300s. There, every section basically had a lot of people. And, uh, it's not always a busy day on day two, but today was cool. It was great that everything went by.
1: I'd say overall, very good draft. Definitely. And, you know, shout out to a team like Montreal that made a lot of selections and, you know, their last pick, Miguel Turrini, an overrager that, uh, again, lit up the Quebec League. Lots of not good numbers. Nice man. little value pick there. If he turns out, that's great. If not, it was only a seventh rounder. And, and obviously, you know, they did pretty well uh, getting a couple of high end picks on, on day one. So lots for the home team to cheer for. And yeah, fun day. It was awesome to be back in person, just running around. Eating hot dogs and talking to prospects. Lots of hot dogs, because that was the only meal I think today, <laughs> other than breakfast. There was there were sandwiches, but they were like. Corporate sandwiches.
0: Yes. Yeah. You do not like corporate sandwiches. No. Hot dogs are really good here. Yeah. Uh, I'm done eating hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want it anymore. Thank you, everyone, who's been following along, either videos, audio, and, of course, our website, social media. Shout out to, to our social media manager, Jared. Did a great job. He's actually the one filming this right now. Shout out to Mike Stevens, who covered all the news that uh, kind of the, the trades, all the the, the the stuff you see on the website. And uh, there's going to be a lot more content coming soon. So thank you very much for watching, listening, okay. however you consume this. We'll see you again soon.